Hello, my inner child friends. With the holidays just around the corner, I wanted to share three of my best tips to have the best holiday ever, whether you love the holidays or you absolutely despise them. Now, let's have some fun right after this intro. Hi, I'm Gloria Zhang, and after 10 years of struggling in toxic relationships, I attracted the love of my life by healing my inner child. This podcast is your weekly dose of my expertise as a therapist and dating relationship coach for high achievers. Learn tips to overcome low self worth, emotional baggage, and childhood trauma so that you too can step into your power and attract the love you desire. Welcome to the Inner Child Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Inner Child Podcast. Just a fair warning. I am recording this with a bit of a tummy ache today. So Andrew went on vacation a little bit earlier than I am, and he's been doing a lot of cooking, a lot of steaks and heavy meats in the household. And unfortunately, last night's steak dinner didn't really agree with my tummy. So I'm sipping on some ginger tea and talking to you all, and we'll see how it goes. And we're still going to have a good time. Now, we're about to take a couple of weeks off with our soulmate program just to give everyone a rest. And it's really interesting seeing how different people have very, very different experiences with the holidays. And I wanted to ask all of you listening how you feel about the holidays coming up. Now, for some people, such as myself, we love the holidays. I'm a huge Christmas fairy. But for others, the holidays is a very difficult time of the year, very painful. And it's also a time where you might be forced to see family members and have to go back into that same environment and have to deal with boundaries. So, no matter what kind of relationship you have with the holidays, I put together these three tips for you so that you can still create the best holiday ever for yourself and your inner child and hopefully for the rest of your life. And my tip number one is to change your language around how you're talking about the holidays coming up. Here are two very common ones I hear all the time. I hear people say, I gotta survive the holidays and I just gotta get through this week. You've probably been saying that to yourself. Now, if you listen to the words that you're using there, what do you think is wrong with this sentence? Well, there's nothing technically wrong with it, but if you're going in with words such as survive and get through, well, we know that with psychology, you're creating a self-fulfilling prophecy essentially because you're already setting the expectation that this is something to survive. This is something that we have to fight and get through. And I know it seems like such a small detail, but it's not. I promise you it's not. Because again, the language that we use really creates our experience, does it not? This is why advertising is a billion dollar business, because we know that words have the power to create emotions and words have the power to create our own experiences. And I want you to have a great experience. And so why not start with these little details on the way that we're even talking about the holidays? Here are some alternative suggestions to the two sentences I said before. Instead of saying, let's survive the holidays, how about saying, let's make the best out of the holidays? And instead of saying, oh, I just got to get through this week, you can say something like, I will find things to look forward to this week. I will choose to find things to enjoy this week. 
How does that feel instead? Even just hearing those different words, notice how it feels in your body and notice how you actually emotionally feel differently comparing the second sentence to the first. Here are some other examples. If you're saying things like, oh, this party is going to be a drag or, oh, Christmas day is going to be so annoying, right? When we say things to ourselves, what is that really setting us up for? Well, it's setting us up for expectation and it's setting us up to be disappointed, to be defensive and to feel like we need to protect ourselves. So your homework for this really is just to pay attention to the words that you're using and the way that you're approaching the holidays coming up and see if you can frame things in a way that is a little bit more optimistic and a little bit more intentional on how you're going to choose to direct your energy, how you're going to direct your energy from things you don't want to things that you do want to experience. Now, personally, I think language is one of the most powerful ways that you can heal your inner child because a lot of the language and vocabulary has been passed on to us, right? From our parents, from our cultures, we soak up all of these things and we just on repeat without even thinking, start saying the same things or expressing the same sentiments. But you can be that loving parent to yourself that wise, loving parent, and say to your inner child the words that you want them to use instead. Have you ever been in a situation where you were really upset about something and you were talking to a trusted friend or a teacher or somebody that you could trust, and they just said something so comforting to you, right? It was just the way they said it and the language that they used that made you feel better and gave you hope? Well, guess what? We don't have to wait to talk to someone about that. We can do this to ourselves. We can choose to be the loving voice and to phrase things differently so that it lands with us and invokes a different kind of emotional experience. Now, that brings me to my tip number two, which is really to empower your inner child during the holidays. Listen, whatever happened to you growing up during the holidays, that is part of your story and you have every right to reflect on that. But moving forward, you have to realize that the holidays aren't just going away, right? For the rest of your life, there's going to be the winter break. There's going to be, you know, at least in society, people caroling and doing all these things. And it's going to be a part of our lives forever. As an adult, One of the incredible things that you have at your disposal now that you didn't get when you were a kid is that you get a choice. You get to decide for yourself what you want the holidays to mean from now on and forevermore, because it's going to be a forevermore. I can't see the holidays disappearing in our society. And no matter what happened to you growing up, you get to choose what you want it to mean now. You get to reclaim the holidays for you. You know, let me give you an example. I mean, we'll go back to Andrew, right? Who's been cooking steaks all week. Andrew, without going into details, didn't really have the greatest experience with Christmas holidays growing up as a kid. And when I met him, he was this big Grinch. He didn't want anything to do with Christmas. And he would make fun of me for freaking out about the lights and the Christmas movies and all that. But slowly over time, as he got used to me, the Christmas fairy, he began to develop his own version of the holidays. 
which was a lot more fun. And it was a time for him to take time off work and relax and watch movies, Marvel movies, not Christmas movies. It was a time for him to go out on walks and enjoy looking at the snow. It was a time to play more video games with his friends. It was a time to cook more meals at home. And believe it or not, the Grinch, my Grinch, is actually looking forward to Christmas this year. <gasps> Big surprise. Now, if there's any words that I'm using that you personally don't connect with, that's totally okay. You can swap it out for your own religion. You can swap it out for your own terminology. I'm just speaking from my personal experience, and it's not the same for everyone. But if you really get to the core of all of this inner child stuff that we're doing, do you really think that your inner child wants to be resentful during winter? Does your inner child really want to feel closed up with a wallop during this time of year? They probably don't really want that. Right? Deep down in the core, we all want to have fun. We all want to enjoy life and be our authentic selves. And by reclaiming what the holidays mean to you, you get to do just that. Now, the first step to doing that is really to sit with yourself, perhaps listen to some of the past podcast episodes to really get to know your inner child and pick out two or three activities that you really loved to do when you were a kid or that you wanted to do when you were a kid but never really got the chance to and make your holiday all about that. You can check out episode 30, which is all about three easy ways to reconnect with your inner child. So for example, if as a kid, you always wanted to sing in the choir, or you wanted to play hockey, or you wanted to play video games or bake cookies, but it's been a while since you did those things, or you just kept putting those things off and off and didn't really get a chance to do them, make that your goal for the holidays and carve out time to do those two or three things that you have always wanted to do and reclaim what the season means to you. Create a homemade card and send it to a friend or loved one that you haven't spoken to in a while. Or bake some cookies for your neighbors, just for the hell of it. Or finally take some time to binge watch some movies that you used to love as a kid and see what it's like for you now. And it doesn't even have to be about Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or whatever holiday you celebrate. It can just be about the fun and the magic of the season. And remember that honoring your past doesn't mean that you can't still choose what the future means for you. You have the power as the wise adult and you have always had the power. So I hope you take that away from tip number two. By the way, if you're getting any aha moments from this episode, please take a screenshot of this episode and share it to your stories while tagging me at by Gloria Zhang. I love to hear your input and all of your takeaways. Now, my last tip for today is tip number three. And this one is especially for those of you who have to see family for some reason or are in a situation where you're going to be around people that are imposing on your boundaries and you're a little bit nervous about that. And my tip for you is to treat your boundaries during the holidays as if they were a natural disaster. Okay, what do I mean by this? When you think about any sort of natural disaster or hurricane or earthquake that we prepare for, would you just wing it? <laughs> if you knew that next week at 7 p.m. there was going to be an earthquake 
in your community, or you knew that there was going to be a tornado or some crazy thunderstorm, would you just say, ah, I'll just wing it and I'll deal with all the issues as I'm there? No, of course not. We don't even treat fires this way. That's why we have fire drills. That's why we have safety protocols with clear step-by-steps on what to do when those situations occur. Now, why is that? Well, it's because we know that when we're in a situation, right, when we're in a crisis situation where we feel overwhelmed, we cannot think logically. The frontal lobe of our brains goes offline and we're not able to access the same thinking as when we're in a calm state. That is why when you're preparing for a family situation where you're not sure about boundaries, you want to treat this as if you're walking into a tornado or an earthquake and have a game plan set for you before you even enter that party. Here are some examples. You want to have sentence by sentence exactly what you will say when a family member says something rude to you. You should also have some sort of escape plan in case you need to leave that party. If something gets really uncomfortable, you should have a backup plan of somebody calling you or a planned out reason of you have to go to this thing at this time so that you have a way to leave with accessibility. And if you know that there are certain topics that are going to come up, such as who you're dating, your marital status, your weight, your job, things that you are absolutely not open to talking about, you should have this prepared in advance so that you can easily shut down these conversations as they are coming up in real time. Here's an easy example. Hi, auntie, my body is not up for discussion. Let's talk about something else. That's it. Simple, easy, and clear. So go out and create your game plan so that you actually feel confident and prepared to handle any situation when you're walking into that Christmas party. Even better, once you have that game plan, you'll actually be able to tweak it and see what works and doesn't work with real-time evidence and data from the actual party. You can actually leave the party feeling like you're able to handle this even more. And if there are certain things that you found didn't really help you at all, you can tweak it and change it for next time. Now, especially for the introverts, I'm going to give you one of my personal tips. And this is something that I teach a lot of my clients and my students who tend to be more introverted and don't really want to stay in a group situation or a family outing or party for that long. And it's first you decide for yourself how long you're capable of staying in that situation. Right. So, for example, if it's a very toxic family situation that for some reason you have to be there and let's say you already know that you're not going to last more than one hour in that situation, then you are going to plan to only be there for one hour by letting the host know in advance that you have to leave at a certain time. Here's an example of how you can say this. You can say, hey, Auntie, thanks for inviting me to the holiday party. Just to let you know, I have an emergency a dental root canal procedure that I have to do at four o'clock, but I'm really excited to be there for the lunch and I'll be bringing my potatoes. Clear, concise, and short. You don't have to elaborate too much. Just simply state the plan that you're already going to be sticking to. And if you're not comfortable making up a reason, then actually book an appointment with something, right? Actually book an appointment to go to a massage or something of that like. 
But I am totally okay with clients making up reasons, even if they're not true, because I do believe that when it comes to setting boundaries, especially in highly triggering situations, we have to take baby steps. And if making up a fake reason is the easiest way for you to do that, then why not just do that? Right? When you get a hang of this in the future, you may not even need to come up with an excuse anymore. But I think it's totally okay to do this for the sake of your own healing and your own learning. Now, if you're really uncomfortable with making up a fake reason, you can get a friend to call you at a specific time. Let's say they call at three o'clock or four o'clock and you excuse yourself to go out and take the call. And when you come back, you just let your host know that you actually have to talk to your friend. It was really nice seeing you. Thank you for the party. And you're off on your merry way. But ultimately, at the end of the day, boundaries is all about what makes you feel safe. And what works for one person may not necessarily work for you. So it all comes back to how you want to feel. So in summary, the three tips were number one, to change your language around the holidays and turn it into something that's more empowering and less of a self-fulfilling prophecy, you know, around setting the expectation. Number two is really to empower your inner child and reclaim for yourself where you get to decide what the holidays mean to you. Since we're having them forever for the rest of our lives, you get to decide what kind of an experience you want to have and how your inner child wants to enjoy and feel good and have fun around the winter holidays. Number three is to treat your boundaries as if you were preparing for a natural disaster. You want to prepare and plan ahead of time so that you feel ready and confident. I hope you have a wonderful holiday. I hope you're cozying up in your blanket, watching cheesy movies without any sort of outcome, just enjoying the moment because you deserve it. And I want you to have fun no matter what kind of situation that you're in. That is my wish for you all listening. Happy holidays from our entire team over here working on this podcast. And I'll see you in the next episode. If you love this episode, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star review. It really helps me a lot, so thank you. To join the community and get your daily dose of inner child tips, follow me on Instagram and social media at ByGloriaZang or visit ByGloriaZang.com. If you're a high achiever or an entrepreneur who wants to work with me, message me the words high achiever and I'll get in touch. Thanks, bestie. See you in the next one. Thanks for tuning in, Bestie. I've got something for you. If you think this show deserves a five-star review, we'll send you my free Inner Child Starter Kit as a thank you for your support, which contains exclusive wallpapers and resources for you to download. To get your kit, just upload a screenshot of your review on Apple or Spotify to my webpage, bygloriazang.com slash reviews. The link is also in the show notes. There you can also check out my healing sessions and programs at bygloriazang.com. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and I will meet you in the next episode. Mwah!